0: I Declare Bankruptcy Bears beats Battlestar Galactica Depression?
1: Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? Twight you ignorant slut Not only the years we've been at war, but from the moment as a child
0: When we realized that the world could be conquered you're listening to Great Scott, the Office podcast. My name is Jay Ray, and with me is my desk mate Jacob.
1: Hey, how's it going, my friend? How's it going with you, bud? Oh man, it's been two of the worst weeks of my life. I cannot tell you. Like, so uh, two, two weeks ago, we were supposed to record a podcast, right? Yes. And we lost power for three days. Like, and we have we have animals. We had to like transport them out. It was crazy. It was crazy. So last, a week from yesterday, I was setting down a drink I was having. I was watch, just watching the, the golf tournament, setting down a drink, and something popped in my elbow. And so I've been to the orthopedic, and they say there might be major nerve damage in there. Jesus. And then – Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> then then um, – So, one of my guinea pigs, uh, uh, I'm sure I've talked about them a year before, Um, I was scratching her neck because she loves neck scratches, and I felt a lump. And so, we took her to the uh, vet, and she has full system lymphoma. So, she's got two two weeks to three months to live, basically. And she's two years old. They're supposed to live to 10 to 12. And so, yeah, it's been, um, it's been a rough, four, it's been a rough rough two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, so I'm doing my, like, guys, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best here. And if this is a bad episode, we are very sorry. But you know what? My heart's in another place. My mind's in another place. But we're still here trying to do an episode. So... Yeah. So, suck it, nerds. <laughs> well, you know, life happens, and if life, if we, if we ever stopped this podcast because of life, it would never get done, right? So, well,
0: if if life ever stopped this podcast entirely, right. it would never that, get done. Yeah, I think exactly. Life ends up stopping this podcast quite a bit. <laughs> we are definitely up for
1: an award for the
0: most uh, most <laughs> episodes delivered on time. Yeah,
1: right, but yeah. So, so right now, I have to go to a test tomorrow to where they're going to zap, zap electricity from my elbow to my fingertips to see how bad it hurts. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. And you know what? One of my animals that I've had since she was two inches wide, two inches long, like she, like I've, we've had her since she was three weeks old, got cancer and is going to die. And it's just, man, it, like. I love doing this podcast. I love talking to y'all, but man, it's been tough to be here. And you know, p- you know, for those who pray, pray for those pickies. <clears throat> well said. Um, anyway, so, yeah. so let's just eight, do it. Eight episode seventeen. Test the store, directed by Brent Forrestor and written by written by Mindy Kalen. Uh So this episode is brought to you by TV's Chalk. Yes. <laughs> basically. So for some for some reason, uh
0: what's his name? Zachary Levy. Yeah. Um he uh is like the face of the the Sabre Pyramid. Um right. he's featured um, in cutouts throughout this test store that we are about to open in this episode. Mm. He's mentioned frequently throughout um he is basically guest starring in this episode.
1: Basically. I mean he was Chuck was really big at this point on NBC. And so probably why they yeah, did it there's
0: some synergy going on there
1: yeah yeah, yeah. this it, is a pre-shazam right segment. it will and i mean chuck was a really good show especially in the early that. seasons i have
0: to watch shows about white people that's a joke because <laughs> white people are in all shows because of diversity ba political <laughs> uh, <laughs> so,
1: so so you well, know if you haven't watched chuck you should watch chuck it's a good show
0: it's probably our next
1: podcast and um have you watched mrs mazel at all no i've also heard good things it's a great show um he's in the last season of it and is really good so
0: so there you go <laughs> so basically the chick of this episode is that they are opening a test store in florida um this particular day is like a press day where well i'm
1: very a la you know, Apple store kind right. Of motif. Right. Right. Mm. Despite
0: what the suggestions were in previous episodes by saying like, don't make it the Apple store. Right. Um, so they've got Aaron dressed up as a hipster being one of the youngest people in the bunch. Um, right. Who's you, supposed you, to be cool.
1: Who's like waiting out in front of the store and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. She's got a fake nose ring. She's wearing a, uh, a trilby, I believe it's called. She's a fake spec song. That gold convert, are pretty cool. Kind of wonder, whatever. <laughs> she and she dances because she thinks her uh, her joke has been successful, but she's just a bunch of homes.
1: But she's also like, hey, it's still so me. Like she, she's, she's <laughs> still very naive, which is something we see in the next episode. Like her really naiveness towards just life in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about how, like, it's kind of unclear. Is it, is it a combination of youthfulness and like lack of life experience or is it just the life experience? Um, and it's never really clarified. She just does what she does throughout the show and then she ends right. up banging a 17-year-old or whatever the fudge plop is. I hate that kid. Worst <laughs> character on the show.
1: No, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Well, Get the fuck out wrong. Top, top three at least. <laughs> uh, Brian, not according to that, that uh, listicle i sent you earlier <laughs> yeah, that,
0: yeah first of all they cheated because they had two characters in the same spot which is nonsense give it all to us if that's what you're going to do you piece of crap and then uh uh and andy i like i said forever and andy uh andy didn't mess himself up it was right it was paul feig paul feig it, no paul
1: lieberstein and there's this really funny bit where Dwight's all like, bloggers are obese. They it, It's very much the mom, you know, kid in the basement kind of thing.
0: Yeah, she's picturing the uh, South Park kids playing World of Warcraft. Right, exactly. To be bloggers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, everybody is given an assigned role. Aaron, obviously, right. the plant hipster. Uh, Ryan. Is the um supposed to be like, the
1: messenger? Yeah,
0: he's Just basically Jobs. Um,
1: Steve Jobs, the, like the leader
0: of uh, Heaven's Gate. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know who Heaven's Gate is, folks, wiki it, it's great. Also, their website's still up if you want to check that out. A little blast <laughs> from the past, yeah. It looks like the Space Jam website, which is also uh, up. Uh, um, yeah, uh, Kathy, so and- okay.
1: We have to say Heaven's Gate was a death cult, so don't actually look them up. No, look it up. Totally no, fine. We You've cannot be liable for that, man. We cannot be sued for people
0: like listen, killing they, themselves. Listen, if you, if you read that material and then off yourself, no offense, Buddha be with you, but you should know that they already left. <laughs> they took the gate still still you
1: cannot you cannot put out their website without a you know asterisk (laughs) bt dubs do not do this this is bad for you (laughs) don't do it it's bad for you whatever Uh,
0: let's see so yeah uh packer is supposed to be and he goes along with it weirdly this weird pedophilic Salesman right. and,
1: like- and Kathy is supposed to be like this whore, you know, well, sucking up well, to the bloggers. That is a strong word. That's You've strong already name. talked about a death a little, cult. We have we past strong words. I think
0: it, it's just un poquito slutty, you know, it's just like... Cantalizing. I don't think she's actually supposed to bang a blog, But
1: she's doing the whole like, oh my god, bloggers, like swooshing the hair back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well,
0: there's some like weird interactions between Kathy and Jim here because obviously this is now after uh, Jim has shunned her. Though to be fair, the end of that um, interaction between the two of them was ended by Dwight, right? Right. So Jim is kind of cold to Kathy throughout this, but Kathy's still kind of looking at him and smiling.
1: Mm. clearly and,
0: unaware of like what had happened between them
1: and and there's some like i don't know there's some stuff in the next episode where i'm like is kathy trying to get with gabe at this point very much going on
0: like yeah when we touch on it uh i'll say but i was confused why kathy was where she was like yeah, she was, how,
1: how she got into yeah. that group yeah yeah, yeah. But
0: we'll, we'll talk but it's weird yeah she's doing some things i don't know um, and Packer is playing a, a pedo, basically. Mm-mm. Which I don't know why that demographic of people, i.e. underage girls, coming into the store would be a thing. But uh, mostly I think it's so Joy I can say it, connect it with Packer's name, and then Packer in Nelly's mind will be considered a pedophile, which is how the Brits say it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird thing, but like it's weird that Packer goes along with it. Like, yeah. it's, he's just like, yeah, I'll do it for the team. Well,
0: part of me thinks that he would hit on teenage girls. Kind of hoping, hoping against hope that they would be a team. But uh, I don't know what age of consent is in Florida, but if their parents are on, I suppose there's a form they could sign. I don't know. <laughs> uh... Let's hop in a plane and let's fly up to Scranton because Andy just got punched in the face. Boom. <laughs> okay. So, so we jump to uh, the Scranton office, our B storyline here, where uh,
1: right. uh, Andy walks in with a black eye um it, okay because yeah. you brought it up okay i looked it's uh-huh. an so age of consent is uh 18 I'm but if they're four. 23 or younger a 17 year old can do that Do what that's the, the sexual congress
0: i see wait so say that age of consent is 18
1: 18 but if someone is 22 or younger they can be with a 17-year-old. So oh, there's that I sort see, of capping yeah,
0: there. So if you're like 25, you have to go for an 18-year-old. Yes. But if you're 22, you could hang out with 17-year-olds.
1: Right. And creepy still. Creepy still, but I know a lot of states do have the, like, at least two-year-old. Like, if you're 17, you can be with a 19-year-old. You know, kids high school... Ages differ, so like they don't want an eighteen-year-old, you know, even male or female, like being with seventeen-year-old, even though they're still in the same grade, kind of thing. Right? Like, they don't want them being, you know, arrested for, you know, molesting a minor. Uh,
0: well, they usually carry pickaxes, so I don't think it'd be a
1: problem. <laughs> 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 this episode got weird in a hurry.
0: Um. Yes, okay. Andy got punched in the face. So.
1: Right, so yeah, Andy got punched in the face, and he, so he comes in, like, hiding the black eye, and they're like, hey, Andy, what's going on? He turns, he's got the black eye going on, and so he, he plays it off as he got hit by a gang member.
0: Correct, Who is assault, like assaulting or harassing Pam. Right, um, and he as was
1: he, there, like, helping yeah. her.
0: As he's telling this story, we get a flashback footage of what had actually happened. So the right. motorcycle gang is a biker gang. Sorry, uh, bicycle gang a bicycle gang <laughs> of like <yes>. middle-aged girls <laughs> who are throwing pine cones and rocks maybe at PAM. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy steps up and gets a sucker punch to the, uh, the face, the old face balls. Which,
1: which, you know, was a good thing for him to do. That was a very noble thing to do for a lady. Anybody, anybody. I mean,
0: you know, Toby gets harassed later on in the episode. And, you know, also, I think that deserves some uh, defense, you know? Yeah. Superman just went around saving all the hot chicks. I don't think he'd be that popular.
1: <laughs> well, he's always saving Lois Lane, you know? Hot chick, because, you know, he's trying to get it. Well, and now you have the super hot chick, like, saving people, with Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, but she's, uh, she's, she's about the job. That's how I feel about it. People are gonna, people are gonna try to romance and ship certain things in that movie, and I'm just gonna say I appreciate Captain Marvel because she is focused on saving all life. Dedicated. Superman gets distracted with the old, you know, with the old Kryptonian uh, rod there. <laughs> uh, but I am trying to think of like that maybe I had to do with Superman. Nothing, just rod. <laughs>
1: Anyways. <laughs> hey, so Andy's all Andy's all trying to like talk it off like. Right. Oh no, no, no. We don't we don't even want any like neighborhood like like smack talk.
0: Yeah, people want to call the police he doesn't want to do it obviously because he doesn't want to tell the police what actually happened, so he's trying to play right. it off as so he's protecting. But he's
1: them, he's it. like, "No, we got to respect the, you know, number 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 number." And yeah. girls come in, like, "No, you got to do the zip 4." He's like, "Zip plus four, seven, three, four, three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Daryl is just very good at uh, playing the urban, you know, the urbanomic, er, what is that? Ur, urban, not urban. <laughs> Whatever the phrasing is for
1: urban terminology. Well, but you to also writing. know because he's been in charge of the warehouse, he understands, he, you would expect him to know every four zip for every customer.
0: Oh sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We're you right. know, and so like he's like, No, it's like it's not that he's like, Hey, I'm gonna mess with the dude, like I know the answer to this question, which is plus four, bah bah bah. Yeah, I, I think I think he's doing a dink and flicker. Oh she sure he's doing dink and flicker, but and this also point
0: a little bit with his postal
1: code now. Yeah, because he knows he know like if you were in charge of shipping to hundreds of customers every day or every month. Well, especially in a particular region, right? Because yeah, uh, in yeah. particular region, you would know the the plus four zip, right? Yep.
0: Yep. I mean, I'm not impressed, Daryl. That's not what's going to get you about <laughs> together, so I'm saying because at some point she's going to learn that stuff too as the do uh, lady in charge. Um, okay, so we convinced Toby to teach us self defense before we leave. Toby must go get his cup. Back in the right. plane, back down to Florida. Here we go. So
1: yeah, so they're in. They're in the store, and Jim gets picked up by these quote unquote bloggers for using his own cell phone instead of the uh, arrowhead, arrowhead design. Yeah. yeah, and he gets put on a fail blog.
0: Yeah, or he's going to or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. The,
0: Is that still a thing? Well, then it was. I
1: mean, I'll I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, I know. I still see, like, fail memes and all that stuff. But, like, an actual, like, dedicated place I'm going just to see fails, is that still really a thing anymore? Well, I will say
0: on a particular Friday nights uh, when I get a little uh, crazy in terms of uh, vibing and stuff, I do a quick YouTube search of fail army specifically because I appreciate their production value, even though at the end of the day, they're ultimately stealing other people's YouTube videos of getting, getting hit in the nuts or whatever. Um, you know, but they do weekly videos. It's, you know, it's the new America's funniest own videos without, without the, the personality. You know,
1: I don't need Tosh mm-hmm.
0: talking or Bob Saget talking uh, well, and and now,
1: and now they don't get paid a hundred thousand dollars. Well, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll say
0: this is going to be fun. If you YouTube longboard nutshot, shot, um, one of those videos will be a video of me uh, getting crashed into at a longboard racing event that I was recording. Um, that video gained some moderate popularity on the internet, and I was contacted by True TV. Um, for my video to be featured in one of their numerous, you know, video montage shows, <laughs> uh, they sent out a camera guy. They did an interview with me about the whole experience or whatever, and then um, I got paid three hundred bucks. And then at the end of the day, the show that it was supposed to be on got canceled. So they just have the footage somewhere in their archives or whatever, but it's still on YouTube. Check it out; it's very funny. Um, and you get to see my boxers, which is great. Because I had some pretty cool boxers.
1: Yeah, like, but so like... Locations, I think. Nelly is just laying into Jim. Yeah. Showing like the quote-unquote ergonomic design of this arrowhead. And it's just a terrible thing to hold. Yeah. Like it it's this, you know, pyramid shape thing. And she's like, you know, and it's crystal clear design and all this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... It's interesting because the arrowhead is not the pyramid, right? The arrowhead is their iPhone equivalent. The pyramid right. is their iPad. Mm. Sorry, I just sparkins. <laughs> we'll have Todd edit that out in post. Uh, Wait, <laughs> I'm just Are we paying Todd yet? Uh no, he's an intern.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Todd. Uh, well do do your best, man.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> um so so that's going. Uh so Jim's goofed up. He's being yelled at. We've got uh, Kathy doing her weird hair thing, as you said. We've got Aaron in there trying to schmooze up other bloggers as if she's just a typical customer, uh, saying things like uh, she went to Couchella to watch uh, (laughs) Zoe de Channel.
1: That was when uh, Aaron was still (laughs) waiting outside.
0: That that was inside because she was reading a note card. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, So
0: everybody's doing stuff. Stanley's pulling pizzas out of his... uh, (laughs)
1: Which Here's is the, the ultimate
0: use of that pouch? It's true. It's true. Though I would say, and, if I'm gonna have a pizza pouch, I don't know if I want to wear it on my chest. Seems like which, a whole kind of
1: thing. What I really want to know is how they wanted to market that like chest pouch thing. Yeah, yeah, like that's like a fanny pack on the next level. I would love to have he- heard that like saber marketing from Dwight for like. The chess fanny pack,
0: yeah. About like how uh, you know you probably could pull it out quickly if you need to snap a quick
1: pic of a bird or some shit. <laughs> um, but it only com- remember the pyramid only comes with seven hundred L memory. Right, right. Whatever L is. I mean, the stats on this thing is crazy. It
0: doesn't have Wi Fi. Um,
1: yeah, it's coming in like two
0: years. <laughs> or yeah, <something>. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a nuts thing. <coughs> um okay back in scranton we go toby's in his full sweats he's about to teach everybody some self-defense
1: right and andy is asking all these questions about like what if it's a like four foot five attacker right
0: clearly uh trying to describe a young girl
1: right Um, and andy's like oh it's really interesting that you are looking at the view of the attacker and tries to bring his novel and everything yeah
0: yeah, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> and um so they do some trainings, they do some uh you know, Jacob could probably talk to it because he is a martial artist himself. Uh, but they do some like uh palm strikes, supposed to be to the chin, so and he's just walloping on this Miji girl.
1: Right. Um hey, look if you if you're gonna do self defense, any kind of martial arts, you need to go for more than one class. You need to go for months. So that is what I can say about that. You that's all. To, I'm just, do
0: you need to go to a temple?
1: Well, no. Do you need still, to become a, a monk? No, it's just like a dojo. You know, like how yeah, often do you punch sand? Uh, you know, four or five times a week. Right. You
0: need those. What do they call like those micro fractures?
1: Yeah. That, that's but still, but still, like I, I punch kitty litter, but that's that's I, what I mean. I'm sure everyone who watches or listens to The Office, they know that that's important. But still, if you want to like learn good self-defense, you've got to go for at least six months.
0: So you're saying watching this episode is not enough?
1: Oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> so uh, go to Heaven's Gate website at your own risk. Uh, take a real class, not from Toby Flunderson, for your uh, martial arts And um, don't believe the stereotypes about
1: bloggers. But the only thing I can say, if you're not going to do it, is hit someone in the nose. Right in the nose. Right in the nose. Because if you get hit in the nose, you will start to to cry. It's a a built-in evolutionary response to trauma in the nose. So if, if you get attacked and you don't know what to do, just hit them as hard as you can in the nose and you might survive. Hopefully, there you go. There you go. But uh, still, go just, go get real classes,
0: <laughs> please. Just, yeah, yeah, totally. Please go
1: get real classes.
0: Just a quick tip: if you find me mugging you in the alleyway, bring up my, you know, uh, fractured home life, uh, the fact that my father has abandoned me. Maybe even bring up some painful childhood memories. That's more than enough. I'd rather not be punched in the face. So just do quiet personal attacks. That'd be appreciated.
1: And so but but in this, there's actually this this really interesting part of this episode where Ryan is supposed to be the the poster boy of this entire store development thing. Yes. And he bails completely. Like he takes a bus back back to screen, just completely bails it's up to jim t- to do it Yep. He, uh, it's actually up. a really cool moment which part uh where where jim is giving the speech that oh, he's not God. supposed to give like you can even see like his 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 uh his sleeves are too short he's in this all white has eyeliner on he's like talking about how you know you can come home and the great greatest structures are pyramids and does the whole like one hand off another hand off, and talking about how you can uh, watch everything from Chuck to Cars two and like aaron's crying and it's like it's, it's actually
0: a pretty impactful presentation
1: yeah, instead. it actually works really well, and you know we don't we don 't ever know directly that Dwight did that, but like if it, he, if he did that i mean that 's a really good at least, in my opinion, a marketing thing. I mean, you're the marketer more than me. Yes, um, it was and
0: terrible. It's... Well, part of me wonders if Ryan wrote it, right? Because he's supposed to be the wonderkin. Uh, right. He was the face, and obviously, the drug addiction is connected to his particular past. Right. Um, which he it seems like he would um, he'd be the one to want to say it because he makes that crack comment in the series as well. Um, after he went off, I believe he's like, I'd hate when people say light like, crack. Right, because he knows he did crack. He knows what it's like. Um, yeah, no, it's good. People are clapping and applauding. We're proud. Like goes back an a P job. Mm. It's a pretty joystick in that regard.
1: Right, you know, flashback screen. You know, Andy is just there. He's like, yeah, I took a bunch of painkillers, drank a half bottle of wine. You know, all this other stuff. He's just like really happy about it now.
0: Yeah, this is after Kelly socked him in the face. We found out right. King Nataro's daughter is the one who did the abusing. Mm. Pam found it all funny. Pantsless Andy. Uh so regardless of his shisty day, he seems in good spirits. Yep. I will say there was a moment that I saw where um, Andy says, when the girls came, like, you'll say, like, where were you when the girls came? And immediately I thought that's what she said. And I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> that'd be very offensive for television, probably. So um, that, that's that. So that's the episode. Boy, um, <laughs> well, that
1: reminds me. Like, I saw this this really great meme um, for for Captain Marvel, which okay. I really enjoyed. If you haven't seen it, it, I really enjoyed it. I think Jay Ray said he already really enjoyed it, but it was, it was this feminist blogger in, but her, her tagline was how I saw myself inside of captain Marvel. And someone just put the, um, Archer, the Archer phrasing, please. (laughs) I'm just like phrasing, please.
0: I mean, unless that's what she meant. We don't really know because the headline was only posted with that meme. There's no source. Um, so what would you think? What you, would you give this episode?
1: You know, I really liked this episode more than I thought I would. Mm. And so I gave it a four out of five cor- corpse defilement.
0: <laughs> wow. You just went there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It was decent. Probably don't like it as much as you, uh, but that's not a bad thing. I'm just going to give it a nice, simple three out of five. Uh, I always get in trouble around blood. <laughs> All right. Next episode, last of the day, last day in Florida, directed by Matt Sone, written by Robert Padnick. Mm-hmm. So Dwight dies now,
1: right? And Andy comes in and is like, "Oh, I have this big thing to announce. Dwight is no longer with us." And it's very much a, it's very much a callback to Mike, Michael, and Dwight's. Um, you've got to command the room. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwight comes in and he announces, oh, so and so has died on this. There was an intersection, whatever. Um, you know, Brad Pitt, but right, you're, you're right, right. Right. And it's it's kind of reminiscent of that. Yes. Um, that's what, like season two, I think?
0: Season yeah.
1: One, maybe? I think um,
0: Michael has a similar moment, too, where he, uh, he deli- like, just by himself delivers a. It's about Meredith, when he hits her with a car. That's what it is.
1: Oh, right, right, right,
0: yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They tried to save her life, and she's going to be okay. Right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, right. So it's it's not... You're
1: with us. He's had a massive stroke, pause, 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 of good fortune. Right. And And it was like, what the fuck, man?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but essentially, I guess news made it to Scranton that he got the VP position, Mm. um, and... uh, yeah, that's uh, that's you know humorous, but then it's yeah romantic.
1: right. But and the 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 rest of the cold open is Dwight's treasure. Yes.
0: Yeah, so because he's not coming back, uh, before he left, he said, "Don't open my treasure," which he left plainly on his desk with a little post that says, "Do not
1: open." Right. Well, he put it into his bottom drawer. Like he right. definitely showed it was there. And there's this great um, list of things. Uh, that they're, like, trying to figure out what it might be. So it m- might be shroot Bones, right. Star Wars stuff, nudie image, Rosebud-type scenario, which I've still never seen Citizen Kane, so I'm still not completely sure what that means. Uh, to be fair, you still understand it as much as someone <laughs> who has seen Citizen Kane. But it's supposed to be, like like, the greatest... <laughs> Oh, well, that's bad.
0: It looks like the arm of your uh, microphone stand just popped right out there.
1: Yeah, it did. So I'm going <laughs> to <Okay>.
0: pop this <laughs>
1: mic out right here and go from there.
0: Yeah, yeah the um, stick is like, right. Yeah, he, uh, he on his deathbed, he says this thing, Rosebud.
1: Right, and it's supposed to be like the most important thing in the world, too. Right, right. Yeah, so um, the, the whole movie is just this journalist
0: trying to figure out what Rosebud is.
1: Photo with our – this is the best one. Photo with our toothbrushes and up his butt. Yeah. And it's got to be from Kevin, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Pam or someone was like, oh, we'll write it down because he said it. Um, actual gold and then a trap.
1: Right. And everyone's like, who's going to open it?
0: And everyone just
1: like, right looks at like Creed.
0: Yeah. Because someone says, like, you have to be insane to open it. And Creed is. Right. Thing. So everybody's hiding or whatever. Creed casually stands over it, opens it, and finds a lovely little picture of the whole office. I don't recall what photo it is, but part of me wonders if it was that picture that was taken during a employee badge day
1: or whatever. Uh, maybe, but it was. It seemed like a group pic.
0: Well, yeah, well, like, they took that picture that Michael had to like heavily doctor because they had to do all the. I don't.
1: I don't think it was that one. It didn't seem like that one anyway.
0: Okay. Well, so they shows it, and everybody's like, oh, that's really sweet. And then a GD
1: dart comes flying right out of that thing. Yeah, stuck like, it's like, oh, it was a poison dart? Wait, <laughs> I didn't say poison, did I? Well, it's like I have to assume it was poison. <laughs> yeah, I would assume it was poison. <laughs> uh,
0: so it's great. Obviously, yeah. someone could have died. But um, So next time we see Dwight, he is on the golf course with Nelly and... RC and Jim, and they're kind of doing like a little victory thing. Um, Oddly enough, Jim is dressed for golf. Dwight is just dressed in his regular outfit minus the tie and jacket. Um, And then Nellie and Robert are geared to do some golf. Um, Yeah, Nellie does this really annoying bit where she – makes up two fictional names and says her and Dwight have the same chemistry.
1: Right. Uh, When everybody's like, oh,
0: sure, whatever, because they're being polite. She's like, I lied to you. You know, it's a joke. You're all idiots, whatever.
1: Uh, Yeah. We we already know Jim is athletic and plays golf. I mean, Dwight doesn't actually have that bad of a swing, but it's a total dick move when he like Dwight gives him a, or not Dwight. jim gives him a present he's like right, hey from everybody yeah. from everybody which we assume is like a really nice watch yeah that's that's why i always thought it was i don't know if i don't know if that's confirmed or anything yeah. but uh yeah it's a really nice watch and he just like smacks it off the tee
0: i'm trying to check uh the wiki but it doesn't say either but yeah smashes it to bits whatever um Noah's like doesn't even care, and dwight goes doesn't even care, so they're just like really annoying or whatever um and they go to the next hole uh, right in this moment where Robert uh divulges to Jim uh that Dwight may get fired because he doesn't
1: he personally does not like the stores right well it's, like, it's well it's complicated it's because, complicated you know. we don't we don't know the exact reason yet, but it's complicated but
0: and he can't just straight out cancel the whole project because right. Joe liked it,
1: Joe Bennett. But back in Scranton, there is an equally impressive war raging on. Yes, there is. <laughs> so wow. yeah. Toby is bringing in Girl Scout cookies to the office. For the first time. Daryl has been selling them for years. Yes. it. So they both kind of like feud a little bit. And Daryl's like... You can take everyone, but accounting. Yeah. Uh, Kevin
0: specifically, I think. Oh, no, he does
1: say accounting. Well, he can not say Kevin specifically, but... Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. He says accounting. Um,
0: Toby thinks it's very generous. He sets off. Yeah, I'll go straight to Kev.
1: You're right. Because... and And then, you know, he comes right up to him and is like, hey, you know, you screwed me over. And we find out that Kevin is the big buyer of girl scout cookies yeah yes so i do have to ask what's your favorite girl scout cookie
0: uh probably thin mints but tagalongs are up there those are those are the two
1: i see i'm all about the samoa my wife is
0: too you guys are both wrong so chocolate
1: and the coconut
0: oh i mean there's a thousand places you get chocolate and coconut how often do you see chocolate and peanut butter or chocolate and mint almost never almost never <laughs> blue bell sells them every year you piece of shit <laughs> what, what the hell's a blue bell you don't know what blue bell is i am from the city sir i don't know what
1: you're. oh man blue bell is. is the great the great ice cream ice creamery from texas blue bell let's see google
0: says blue bell creamery is the best ice cream in the country well that's a load of shit have they ever been to a carvel i'm just kidding that's a joke <laughs> Why did Blue Bell shut down? The ice cream that sickened five people was made on a production line that Blue Bell shut down in March after committing. It was contaminated with listeria.
1: That's it was five 20- years ago, man. Yeah, from
0: 2015. Wow, you knew about it. Oh, yeah, I definitely knew about it. <laughs> you had like a freaking Kaiser So Say Pepe Silve kind of thing in your room where you had like yarns and stuff. Like, who sabotaged the Blue Bell ice
1: cream? No, no, no. They just... Well, it was their fault they did it. I mean, I won't lie. I mean, they, they screwed up. But yeah, Blue Bell, you ever get a chance at Blue Bell ice cream, man? That's that's the best ice cream in the world.
0: Uh, Blue Bell ice cream is sold in 23 states. Looking at this list, I do not see New Jersey. So <laughs> I've never heard of it. Sounds like a lot of shit to me.
1: But they do Girl Scout cookie ice creams.
0: Um, Dunkin' Donuts does Girl Scout flavored uh, shots in their coffees.
1: Well, if they can ju- just do the the shots, I'll be happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I get a frozen coffee with a little thin mint. It's not bad.
1: Anyway, I see, but I I can't do the thin mint, man. Why? Mint chocolate? Because you support Satan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I can't do I can't do mint chocolate. Mint chocolate I, is like is like if 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 no that's our like- Lord and
0: Savior Buddha took a deuce in a waffle cone. It would be thin mint.
1: No, like Thin Man is like if Satan like had sex with some other terrible demon. That's what Thin Man is. No, that's Rum
0: Raisin. (laughs) Rum Raisin is satanic diarrhea. Boom. (laughs) Take it. Uh, Okay, (laughs) moving on because we could fall way down the hole of (laughs) mythical creatures and their defecation. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, so... You go back to Florida. Erin has made good on her plan to not go back.
1: Right. She started talking to a lady from uh, the previous episode. Right. I don't remember her name for the life of me right now. I think it's we're finding out she is just a terrible human being. Like not terrible as in like she's doing awful things, but she just doesn't know how to be a human being. Yeah,
0: she's very low functioning.
1: Like she's just like right putting like just spreading pills and different days, and her tea is just warming up Gatorade. Like, yeah, yeah. I really feel like this is a it makes sense for her character, but it also feels like it's very it's like too much. Uh, yeah, dig- it's it's too much of a digression, yeah, because it's like, almost like she has a handicap in this, right? Right, right. and it, it, it just it this is sort of where the the character ideas stop making sense.
0: Right. I mean, it, she gets normal again when she comes back to screen Ish. It's, it's oh. like, a, this is like a jump the shark moment though for her.
1: Right, right, right. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're just like, really? 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 I, I just don't buy it. I, I mean, I still remember watching this episode as it aired and was like.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, she's done some dumb stuff in the past. You know, she had her weird ant farm meltdown. it was only like 30 seconds or whatever um she takes pictures with disposable cameras and throws them out before getting them printed right you know like she's she's dipped this low before but this is a lot of dumbness in right in one scene
1: yeah Um, it just it just felt weird and it like i remember feeling weird when i saw it and watching it again i'm just like man this doesn't make a lot of sense like it's just a weird place for the writers to go well and also too it
0: just kind of makes her less attractive in regards to like andy is gonna make a big decision right right so so like it's not painting erin as like a great goal for anybody to strive for considering she's about to kill this poor old lady
1: right well and it's one of those things like you said like if in a logical mind you know Andy's other girlfriend mm-hmm. would be way more attractive. She is well accomplished. She's become a coach. I mean, that's a big deal becoming a coach, even at a high school level. It's a big deal, and all this other stuff. I mean, and she like, likes Andy. Yeah, and she really likes him. And like, what? It really does. Especially at this point, like, it really does break the the uh, the disbelief.
0: Yeah, I mean this is where Andy loses me. Like I'm on board with him up until this decision. Cuz this decision for me is like the root of like all of his issues. He does the weird boat thing, he does the weird homeless guy thing. Um yeah, he just he just goes off the rails starting from this point. And I think mm-hmm. for for and I think for a lot of people this is why they remember that they don't like Andy. I think if he didn't do this, then like his annoying Stanford version would not have been the stronger, more memorable essence of Andy.
1: Right. Well, because with the annoyed Stanford version, they had the, you know, anger management where he was a different person. Right. To some extent. I mean, he was still Andy, but it was still a different extent of a person.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's, this is all, it's not great. This will affect my rating of this episode is what I'm (laughs) saying, off as writers. Um, So this also happens to be the day where Aaron is going to connect with Andy to let him know. Right. Um, So he thinks that they're just going to have like a friendly little check-in or whatever. He's looking forward to it. There's some joking to be had, um, but she delivers. They'll not be
1: right. And, you know, I think maybe the issue is that like Andy never got over her. And it's not a good, it's not a good place to come from as a character, but it's, I never quit loving her, which is still a very common Hollywood trope. So maybe that's what they were trying to pull on here because when he's, when she says, I'm not coming back, he's like, I'm going to go get her. Like it was, it was this very emotional, loving, I love that person response. And so maybe, maybe that's what they were going for. I just don't think they pull, if that's what they were going for, they didn't pull off very well, very well.
0: Yeah, I mean, my problem is I feel like they did a really good job of showing Andy getting over her already, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, like the closest they get to, like, maybe having feelings for each other is uh, Robert's pool party. Well, but also uh, the Christmas party. Right, yeah, following Robert to make sure that mm-hmm. he's not uh, diddling. The right. Diddling. Yeah, but even then, it's almost like at least you care about the person. Like it's not specifically love the way that he's mm. clearly expressing now. So it's right, like, yeah, it's it wasn't enough. Will they? Won't they?
1: Right. Well, like my pull party definitely was. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But so
0: Andy gets up and he starts to like clear her desk or whatever, and we'll we'll come back to that because now we have to go back to. Yep. White is a dick.
1: Yeah. Right. Well. So. Jim knows. Jim knows right. Dwight's gonna get fired. Yeah, And he's trying his best talent. Yes. And Dwight is just not hearing it.
0: No. Yeah. He's uh he thinks Jim is making some kind of move for the VP position or playing or, one of his jokes that he typically does or whatever. Um, so right. he's just not listening to anything that Jim has to offer in regards to like information.
1: Right. And so Dwight's been preparing this presentation. Sorry. And So Dwight's about to go in, give it, and Jim just tackles on form tackle, shoulder right to the ribs, tackle. Yes. Um,
0: Well, so there's a lot of things going on here, and basically what we see is just like a very scattered bit of some type of combat that they endure, but Dwight plays up his appendectomy a little bit. Um, There's some wrestling. Jim gets freaking DDP'd. Dwight um, tries to rev rev up. Yeah, tries to He's like,
1: like, like Yeah.
0: Does a wall run, I think, at some point, a la Titanfall.
1: Right. Um,
0: and it ultimately Dwight wins and is able to break through and is able to slip into the meeting as it is going.
1: In yeah, and that's right way in Rob California is killing everything and in firing Todd Packer.
0: Well, cause in the meantime, as Dwight wasn't showing up, Nellie was getting frustrated and she needed someone and Todd finding this his opportunity to quote swoop in like a sexual predator End quote, um, he, he is elected to be VP and then yeah, RC ends up, uh, ripping him a new one, uh, saying why the store was poorly executed and a failure and why someone has to pay for it. It's not going to be Nellie because she's Jones friend. Right. Uh, so it was going to be Dwight. And then, uh, When Packer tries to point that out, uh, Robert is like, well, Dwight was clearly smart enough to stay away from this project, which Dwight over here is realizing that Jim was telling the truth. Yep. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a nice scene. Dwight walks into the hallway, picks up Jim from the ground. Uh, You know, it's one of the nice moments that uh, will lead to Jim and Dwight clearly being BFFs forever.
1: Yep. And at the end of it, we see Andy leaving for Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right.
0: So real quick, Kathy is in this room uh, with the Saber Store folks. Uh, he is helping, she rather, is helping kind of do like the sample, like a prepping, right? They're doing right. like, their testing, uh, meeting things, and Gabe and Kathy are there giving like feedback. So I don't know why Kathy isn't leaving with the Scranton folks, but she's clearly staying in Tallahassee. Maybe she got a job. Right. Or she was working as like Dwight's assistant or something. Uh, it 's unclear but she 's down there too, so we never see her again if I recall, so she goes as this project shuts down um, so yeah that 's about it uh, i 'm going to wrap up the episode here, and um, I think uh, yeah it 's not a great string uh, uh, it, yeah it 's just kind of it 's a bit of a roller coaster regarding the episodes here. Um, first one is good and better uh, the second one is um fine you know it does some things that we're not super stoked regards with andy and aaron um dwight coming back is just kind of like what we all expected so that's going to happen now obviously the Scranton office is going to be kind of in flux as andy won't be there anymore because he's doing his florida trip thing or whatever um yeah so it's kind of just a weird bit i guess to touch on it and um Jacob had to run real quick so I'm just gonna touch on it not to ignore Kevin, Daryl and Toby. Um, there's some pantomimes there's some singing uh, like Michigan J Frog um, all trying to get the uh, the dough from Kevin to buy the cookies. Um, ultimately they both decide Kevin's um, his game is too cruel some gladiator style. Uh, nonsense so they both bow and kevin is left singing the michigan jay frog song on his own uh with no cookies so those are the three storylines that happen like i said kind of a weaker episode um comparatively anyways and uh i'd probably stick with my previous rating of another three uh
1: out of five hell of my babies i gave this a bit more um i liked it at least i was having fun when i watched it it might be one of just those I was in a good mood when I watched it kind of episodes. But I give this a 3.5 out of 5 massive strokes. You and your massive strokes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're we're ramping up toward the end of the season. We're heading mm-hmm. up some storylines that'll lead us to the show. Big character changes. It's all terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Yeah,
0: this last season's going to be rough. There might be oh. some gems.
1: I... <sighs> So, I actually recently just rewatched the last part, and it really hit home, but I also wasn't watching it for a show. you know I wasn't like trying to like make sense of right, right this right, and then the other, but yeah passively taking it. in. The last two or three episodes really went like oh sure right. i i if i think already, yeah. I think the season season nine will be rough but the last three or four episodes are still really good yeah
0: yeah because it it does go out of it right
1: and and i think that's the good thing about season nine and they didn't know in season eight is that they were ending you know and that's that's an important piece Uh, so at least in season six uh, Parks and Rec into season, season 7 they knew they were ending yes and so they had that sort of crossover and everything else but I don't know I I like the end of this we we, we are looking at the end of it at this point we've been doing this for like three years now and but you know what I like the end of it all right, even well. with all the stupid bullshit with Jim and Pam I really like it
0: what about idiot plop that fuck, Jacob. That stupid fuck.
1: <laughs> uh, look, Andy deserved it,
0: but not Aaron. Get stuck with some diehard quoting son of a gun who has
1: Jim hair.
0: <laughs> all Aaron, had, all Andy had to do is say, "Hey, come on." He drove to the ocean for her, right to the ocean, past Tallahassee by miles, hours. Had to come back up because he loves her. Uh, it's all weird.
1: so yeah. but so. If like. It is dumb how they write him off. Yeah. Correct. But, you know, and I get why they wanted to keep Aaron on, but the logical conclusion to all of that would have been Aaron and Andy going on the boat together.
0: Um, no, because Josh Corbin had to go on the boat. Well, Aaron could have gone too. <laughs> He's not musical. It's got to be the Dwyer bros. Yeah, it's all, no, it's it's all stupid. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, yep, we're wrapping up and it feels exciting. That being said, we're counting our chickens. We're solving a whole another 30 up.
1: Yeah. We've only got like a year left. Yeah.
0: 34 weeks. <laughs> it. That, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, sorry, yeah. we're a little late. You heard everybody send, uh, positive vibes and prayers and money and computer parts and maybe spare children or whatever you want, send it to Jacob. We'll post his address in the show notes.
1: No, nah, just, uh, we need a miracle for my Peggy. Yeah. And she is a wonderful little girl. Like we've had her since she was the size of my palm and she doesn't deserve to have lymphoma. And the only thing that's going to make her whole is a, is a miracle. And so if you pray, pray, if you don't, you don't, But if you do, please. Mic drop.
0: There you go. Thank you for joining us, everybody. And we will see you next time. Later.